0: Hi, it's Lirin from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. What an exciting day. You know, when I first started this, I thought it would be nice to talk, to feel heard, to share, and I have really enjoyed listening to back catalogs of various anchor bloggers or uh podcasters. Oh my goodness. Get on the right medium, girl. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm trying something new tonight, I'm in Optimus Studios, but Optimus Studios is moving. (laughs) I often have to commute quite a ways, listen to podcasts, but with my beloved husband out of town, I end up running around a lot more, so I have to be up extra early in the morning. So I thought that I would try, during my long drive home tonight, doing a podcast. We'll see how that works. If I seem a little distracted, it just means traffic is interfering. Lucky for me, I live in the middle of nowhere, and that means not a whole lot of traffic. I go through a couple little towns on my way home, but I mean, having lived in Seattle for a couple years, I've seen traffic, and this is nothing. Anyway, a couple of things happened today that made me so happy, you know? i It's funny to me that... I live in the middle of nowhere. I have a couple of friends, you know, I do have a couple of friends, but both of them live like 45 minutes to an hour away. Um, Neither one of them is in my same kind of life situation. Um, I, I, I have one friend who our sons are really good friends and I adore her and she's an author and she amazes me all the time. I envy her because when I was young, I thought I would be an author, but then I found out that I don't want to write for work. I enjoy writing when I want to write, but it is the worst kind of slog when I try to do it when I don't want to. Anyway, the reason I bring any of that up is because it feels so good to feel part of something. And you know, twice today, I really felt like, actually, you know, it was more than that. Actually, I I just... It's really nice to feel so welcomed, and I appreciate you guys so much. I hope you know. You know, Whisk is so funny. Ivy, you crack me up. And I love that you said there's a new chick, because, you know, oh my gosh, we're the only ladies around here, aren't we? My goodness. We're going to have to, you know, protect each other. <laughs> no, I laugh. I don't think either one of us are the kind of girls who need to protect each other. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can fend for yourself. (laughs) That said, let somebody mess with you and we'll see what happens. I'm so happy to hear that you're feeling better. I, it was such a nice surprise to hear my comments on your show and then to hear my husband right after me was hilarious. So I, I, I was just smiling the whole time. And then today I listened to random screed And oh my gosh, one of my comments got played. It is so funny to me how happy that makes me. You know, it feels like a conversation and that's what's missing, isn't it? That's what's missing from podcasting. There is no conversation. You know, my husband actually said in a a comment, I believe, it might have been, I can't remember who the comment was to now, um, that podcasting is about uh, consuming and Anchor seems to be about community. Oh my gosh. That is so true. When he said that, I was like, wow. I mean, hit, talk about hitting the nail on the head. I felt so good to make someone feel good with my comment. I, I just, I don't know. It feels wonderful. I also got a comment from Joe the lawyer, which is great. I've been listening to his back catalog. Oh my gosh. You know, you got to love a straight shooter. I know I do. Anyway, here's what he sent. Hey, Joe the Lawyer here. Welcome to the Anchor community. I um, hope you uh, enjoy your stay, and it's a pretty cool, friendly place. I'm jumping around for a couple of your podcasts here out of order. Um, and I just, on the one where you say, you know, what's the format, what should I do, set up a schedule. Do whatever the hell you want. It's your podcast. Have fun with it, you know. Unless you're going to try to use it as a thing to make money, and you've got to release it every day at 4 p.m. So people know it's there. Screw it. Do what you want. Have fun. You know, don't make it a job. <laughs> God, don't make it a job. We all got enough jobs in our lives. (laughs) Anyway, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Joe. You know what? You're right. And I have no interest in turning this into a money-making endeavor. Really, I'm just doing it to connect with someone, and it feels good. It's so funny because Ivy said on her podcast she loves doing it, and when she does one, she just wants to do another one. And it's so funny how that works. I figure for right now, I'll do it when I'm feeling it. It's new and shiny, so I'll probably do a fair number of them now. We'll see if I can stick with it. I'm at kind of a lull time right now and running people around, so I have a little free time I tell you, I have loved catching up on back catalogs of people's uh, um, podcasts. It's so funny. I've heard my husband talk about games for years. He goes to conventions, and I've helped him set up PDFs for games. And you know, I've heard all about games he's been in. I went to a couple of conventions with him when our youngest was really young, but him being on the autism spectrum means that I just don't trust a lot of people to handle him. So maybe I've been a little overprotective. I don't know, but I just, I didn't feel like it was a good idea to leave him with anyone else. Now it's so funny because he goes with my husband to some of the conventions. So now I just have to figure out who's going to take care of the animals so I can go and I'll be off. Anyway, um, I really appreciate your comment. You are hilarious. I know you've heard that before and I'm sure you'll hear it again. Thank you so much. I've designated Tuesday as the day of creativity. So I do a lot of things in the name of creativity. I have figured out that if I do something creative every day, I actually just feel better, even just in general. It's an interesting thing. So. Writing is sometimes my creative thing. This is not a time right now when my muse is being friendly, so gosh, I haven't written in quite some time now. Every once in a while, I'll just get the itch and sit down and write. A lot of it is adult in nature, some of it isn't. Um, and you know, I used to write on a forum, Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, oh, the name of it is Eloquy, and it's a role playing game forum, but there's like an entry process, and really to be honest, a lot of it is just adult-themed content, people writing together in adult themes. But I found that to be a wonderful release for my creativity. The problem was my muse. You know, it's always been my whole life that I don't think I've ever had a solid year where I could really write without it becoming torture so I stopped writing there because it felt really unfair to my writing partners to write with them and be all happy and creative and all of a sudden you know six seven eight months in be like okay well my muse is gone so later anyway I don't know I keep thinking maybe I'll get back to that someday but it's gonna have to be with some caveats because I hate bailing on people I have been looking at Roll20 with my husband because he was uh, he set up a game of ICRPG for our family on it and I think I mentioned that we played the first session of it the other night and it was really a lot of fun it's funny to me because me being so storytelling in nature like I want to tell a whole bunch of backstory and I want there to be a bunch of story and my son my younger son was playing with us the 18 year old you know he wants the action what's next what's next what's next and I'm like but wait a minute what's your character thinking you know so that's always an interesting experience. Of course, I don't ever push him to tell more story. I ask him, and if he doesn't want to, I'm not going to force him, then the game wouldn't be fun for him. But I keep hoping that, um, I don't know, you know, my husband will talk to me sometimes about some of the narrative games that he plays, and I'm really looking forward to someday when I get to go to conventions with him and play some of those. I'll tell you, I played a game called Ganakagak one time when I went to a convention with him. And I actually, the guy who wrote it was running it. And the guy who created the deck of cards that goes with it was in the game too. His name is Dave. I can't remember his last name. Um, Bill White is the guy who wrote Ganakagak. And... Oh my gosh, that game was amazing. Now, I don't know if it was because I was playing with the guy who wrote it. I mean, who knows? But he's a really animated, upbeat, you know, he's very happy to be GMing, and he was very excited about the game. I don't know. It was so memorable. I mean, my goodness, that's probably been six, seven years ago now, I think? I don't remember. I'll have to ask my husband. He has a much better memory for numbers than I do. Anyway... I loved that so much, and I think he might do an episode on his podcast, Tome of All Dooms, about Ganakagak, and I'm so excited he's doing that. Anyway, um, creativity-wise, sometimes I draw, sometimes I... I've even done a little painting, believe it or not. Um, I don't know. It's its interesting. When I do any kind of drawing, I need to be following a tutorial or something. Like, I'm not terribly creative in that realm But I'll tell you what I really have enjoyed creativity-wise is like helping to make my husband PDFs and things for his games. I actually really enjoy doing that. I'm not really good at designing icons or anything you know little and fiddly like that but I enjoy doing things like layout. I used to teach classes and I designed the manuals that went with them and laid them out in in InDesign. I love doing that work so I don't know I you know I keep thinking maybe someday I'll Get into doing that for maybe I'll go on Kickstarter and see if there's anybody who has an interesting project and they would like me to do some layout or art for them or something I don't know anyway I'm not looking for a new income I just I don't know I love to help creative people Uh, My friend who's an author, every once in a while she'll ask me to read something of hers and I feel so bad because I have so little free time and when I do that I want to sit down with a chunk of time and read it, give it 100% of my attention and give her the excellent feedback that she deserves and I feel bad because often it just means that I don't get to it in time and she's like, okay, well I'm going to move on and I feel really bad about that. Anyway, I'm hoping to get better about that too. I don't know, isn't it like a theme in everyone's life that on some level we're constantly every day hoping we're going to get better? Lately here, I've just been thinking, at what point do you stop doing that to yourself? Because it kind of leaves me constantly feeling slightly inadequate. So, anyway. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, I'm getting deep and thoughtful here. I'm supposed to be talking about creativity. No. I'm joking. Um, I do National Novel Writing Month in November. You know, by the end of November, it often feels like dental work without Novocaine, I will tell you. But it feels really good to dump a bunch of words out of my brain. I have yet to create anything worthy of editing later in the year and doing anything with. But you know, that isn't even really my goal when I do it. It just feels good to be that intensely creative for an entire month. I thought that I would enjoy going to write-ins and like spending time with other people who were doing National Novel Writing Month, but I just don't think that's my tribe. I don't know. The, the local group that I went to this time when I tried, I just really did not connect very well with them, which is funny because the first time I ever tried it was, gosh, I mean, probably 10 years ago. And when I did that, there was, of course, an entirely different group of people doing it then. And I actually really connected with them, and it went really well. As a matter of fact, one of the guys who was doing it that that time around actually edited his novel and published it. It was a um, detective story. So I thought that was really cool. That was his first novel. So anyways, that isn't really my goal. It's funny. I just... I don't really have a desire to do that. I guess I have thought a few times about maybe writing some erotica under a pen name or something, but then erotica exploded and it's everywhere. And I thought, I don't know. I mean, is mine going to be that different from everyone else's? Who's going to read it? Hey, does that sound familiar? uh Oh, now Ivy's in my ear from her podcast the other day when she said, don't do that. Just do it. Even if everyone else is doing it. Anyway, Hey, this is working pretty well because there's zero traffic around me. So I'm actually able to focus on this podcast. This is kind of nice. Please forgive me if there's road noise. Anyway, I I, see I say anyway a lot, don't I? Stop self-editing. I hope that you guys are having a great day. And I am loving, loving, loving listening to your podcasts. I love hearing about the games you're playing, even if I don't know what they are and I have to keep asking my husband, or you guys will use a term that I'm like, uh, and he'll go, he'll, he'll pause it and explain to me what it means. Uh, that's actually been really helpful because in the past I've read things online and really not had a clue what it was about. So, and he's not right there with me. You know what's funny is that we actually in the past we have not listened to the same types of podcasts so while we have both been listening to podcasts for years we haven't really listened to the same podcasts and we haven't at all listened to podcasts together at the same time the other night before he went out of town we actually listened to podcasts together and in jokes together like joe the lawyer's shit of life and ivy's you know Just do it, you know, kind of mentality. I don't know. It's funny how that works, but all of this is feeling really good. So I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. One last thing. I said that I was going to make Wednesday edgy Wednesday, where I was going to talk about things that were of an adult theme. So I'm pretty eclectic. And I mentioned in the initial podcast about what this is about, that um, I'm Pretty alternative in many ways. So I'm not sure what I'm gonna talk about tomorrow. It's gonna to be interesting because as much as I am a pretty straight self, I can be shy about talking about things that are outside the norm. Mostly because my husband is here too, so like I don't want to say anything that's gonna embarrass him. He is not the wide-open fire hose of, you know, information about himself that I can be about myself. So I just wanted to mention, if you guys want me to discuss any specific thing or, you know, if something's on your mind, let me know. I'm happy to have suggestions for what to talk about on Wednesday if you're interested in hearing a viewpoint from somebody who is, you know, I admit, one of the many weird eclectic things I am. Uh, and I will share your comment or not. You're welcome to give me a subject suggestion. and I do not have to share your comment if you want to keep it anonymous. Anyway, uh, thanks, have a great one, and I hopefully will catch up with you guys tomorrow.